welcome to the Future Hall of Famers podcast. I'm your host, Christian Duran, and uh, it's been a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry! I'm sorry. Much like Karen uh, Hill in Goodfellas. I actually do that with my fiance all the time. Like if I forgot to do something like drop off laundry or something, or if she forgets to drop off laundry or something, we'll always say that to each other. Like, I'm sorry! <laughs> Just the best I'm sorry in all of movie history, quite possibly. That movie's amazing, by the way. Goodfellas. If you haven't seen Goodfellas, I, I, like, I don't even know what to tell you. You should have watched it by now. Um, you should have seen it. It's a masterpiece. It's a perfect movie. Utterly rewatchable. Um, fantastic. If you like Wolf of Wall Street, you should have seen Goodfellas. That's like the mold of that movie. Anyway, I'm Christian Duran, your host and future Hall of Famer. Uh, happy to be here uh, on this. It's snowing outside. The first snow of, uh, what is it, 2018? It's almost done. That's uh, that's probably what everybody at your office has said today. It's almost over. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe how far? Oh, my God. 2018's almost done. I feel like when you're younger time is going so slow because you're constantly waiting for shit to end you know like school you're like fuck get me out of school but then when you're older you're like fuck this shit went by way too fast because time's winding down i guess and also like you have bills so i feel like that you're just like struggling i mean if you're a person you know like most people i think kind of live you know maybe not all people but like a lot of people end up living paycheck to paycheck. So when you're constantly like figuring out your bills, you're like, you're going like, fuck, how am I going to make it to, I got to make it, I got to stretch this out for like two weeks or whatever it is. And you're just, and that time just goes way too fast for you. And then you know what? And then, uh, and then you're gone. Um, speaking of which, uh, that's a terrible way to introduce this. Cause I have so much reverence for this person, but I did want to say, um, R.I.P. Rest in peace, rest in power to the great Stan Lee. Um, he was a guy who meant a lot to me. I love comic books and comic book movies. If you know anything about me uh, and this podcast, you'll know that uh, Future Hall of Famers, the show that uh, is the namesake of this podcast, is I, I've been immensely inspired by the work of stan lee in some ways uh, i mean it's been it's a uh, it's a long ways away but without superheroes without marvel universe there is no you know future hall of famers there is no um you know there's no marvel cinematic universe which i love um those are my favorite movies right now just anything superheroes i'm all about um 95 years old the dude lived a good life lived a long life um fortunately for him um just an overall real nice guy made such a huge impact on the world, if you think about it. Like, his character, he came up with Spider-Man, X-Men, Fantastic Four, The Avengers, you know, Captain America, the Iron... Well, not Captain America, but the Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, Doctor Strange, Daredevil, and so many more villains and all this stuff. And, I mean, these are not just the some of the greatest characters in comics. They're some of the greatest characters in fiction. Uh, there are mythology now, um, and it's a big part of who I am. 
Um, I mean, I remember the first time hearing Stan Lee's voice and like not really understanding who that was, was um, there's a video that my mom rented us called Pride of the X-Men. It was a canceled pilot for X-Men that they just still put put out on VHS. Um, it was... Uh, it was okay if like if you knew nothing about X-Men, which I didn't at the time, I popped it in and I was an X-Men fan for life. It doesn't really reflect X-Men all that well. For some reason, Wolverine has an Australian accent. If you can find it, I think it's on YouTube or something, but it's it's kind of a nice story and it, it really does encapsulate what X-Men is about, even if it doesn't get everything right. Um, but the reason I bring that up was because Stan Lee narrates it as he did for a lot of... Um, especially 80s cartoons of uh, Marvel properties. Um, and that was the first time I heard his voice. But he has such that distinct, unique voice. And it's always associated with Marvel. And he will always be associated with Marvel and superheroes. I mean, he is to comic books, not even just Marvel or DC or whatever, but just comics in general as um, as someone like, you know, like Hulk Hogan is to wrestling. When you think of res- pro wrestling and I asked you to name a wrestler. I think a lot of people would come up with Hulk Hogan first just because he's so synonymous. It's like fucking band-aids, you know? Like bandages. When somebody asks you for a bandage, they don't ask you for a bandage. They ask you for a band-aid. That's how synonymous that is. So he's like the band-aid. That's a terrible metaphor. I just lost everybody who's listening, which is just Emma and Todd. So it's always good when you know the two people listening to your podcast. Um, but thank you to those two. This is why I'm doing it. I'm doing it just for you. Um, but yeah, Stan Lee is, uh, just an icon, man, such an influence on me in many ways. He's such a good guy. Um, he shaped my morality in a lot of ways with, you know, his characters, just his motivation in life. And I think his message, if there was one, um, not to reduce him to just one message, but you know, it's a helpful one. So it's probably good. Um, he was just be nice to people. I think very, uh, anti racism, bigotry, discrimination. He just wanted people to do the right thing. And I think his characters really reflected that. And, um, I, that's, that stuff stays with you. I think comic books are, you know, great morality tales in that way. Um, they're all just about about a person doing the right thing. And the thing that was so um, novel about him and what was so unique about him is superheroes before that time were kind of just, you know, Batman and Superman were these kind of monoliths. Even when they were Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent, they were like, oh, I am, but secretly I'm Superman and I have to, and everything. And they're just very, um, you know, kind of stoic, non-personality kind of having <clears throat> characters. Um I think like the Adam West Batman, um, without the camp so much, the, the kind of self-serious characters, um, before, you know, Stanley, not that he worked on those characters, but after him, I mean, his Marvel characters all were, his books were about people with superpowers rather than superpower people. Um, and in a lot of ways, that's what I think, uh, I tried to make future hall of famers about it's about people who happen to have superpowers rather than you know um a superpowered show or book or whatever um one of the other things i didn't even realize this 
I forgot that about this, I guess, is he was the narrator for Spider-Man and his amazing friends, which is actually the inspiration for the theme song of uh, Future Hall of Famers. If you listen to the theme song from Spider-Man and his amazing friends, you'll you'll hear the similarities to um, uh, that theme song for um, Future Hall of Famers theme song, if you care. If you're uh, listening to this, then I would hope you care. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing he brought to comics was in my opinion, was the personalities and the regular guyness or girlness of, you know, these characters like Peter Parker. We all know Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Peter Parker is Spider-Man. It's not like, um, oh, I guess Miles Morales is too, but it, the books were about this kid dealing with being Spider-Man, um, whereas Batman was just about a guy before not so much about bruce wayne being batman and dealing with being batman it was about batman fighting crime superheroes fought crimes and after stan lee there were people that were super heroic so you could identify with them more because they were regular people um struggling with doing the right thing which is um i think something we all do uh not to get too cheesy but you know he made it in a sense, he made it cool to do the right thing back in the 60s. And uh, those characters, the bedrock of those characters is held up so long that I'm talking about it in 2018 because um, he passed and he's just so iconic. So, um, you know, thank you, Stan Lee. You're a tremendous influence and you will be missed, but you won't be forgotten. Uh, so with that said, what's going on with me? Uh, I voted. Since the last time I talked to you, I voted. Um, I don't remember who I voted for. I think it was kind of all Democrat. I mean, at this point, I try not to be political and I don't want to be like one sided. And I'm not like, if you voted for Republican, man, I get it, dude. It's just, I get it. I, I just don't. I can't do it with this guy anymore. Um, yeah, I think I I just went down the list of like Democrat, Democrat, sounds like Gucci gang. Democrat, 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 Democrat. Um Yeah, it was a good day, I guess. That was a fun time doing election stuff. I don't know. I feel like I was I tweeted about this the other day. I'm like, I feel like we should stop voting for people and just vote for like the issues. Cause like on my ballot there was like issues that you could vote for. And I was like, why don't we just do this with like all the issues and also do it online and, uh, you know, just do it like that. Like, why do we have to get up and fucking bring a number two pencil and do it like you're taking the SATs? Like, just go do it online. Well, the, the reason that we voting is set up the way it is with districts and politicians, and all this shit is because when they came up with this, it took like 500 days <laughs> that's not true it took like 50 days to get to washington dc and like put a ballot in a goddamn ballot box now it's instantaneous we could immediately find out all the shit we're just doing shit old for no reason anymore but i was saying we shouldn't pick politicians anymore just do just vote on the issues like what is i don't even understand the point of representation anymore just because we can all represent ourselves with our everybody has a phone or if you don't have a phone just go to a library and get a computer like we all have social security numbers if you got a social security number you get to vote that's it right okay i'm i'm gonna be president for a little bit uh even though i just said we shouldn't have one um 
just go get your social security number put it in a thing fucking vote on the issues do you want abortion yes or no you want some gay marriage yes or no you want some um what else we marijuana yes or no and just let people decide and then the eyes have it which is like all opposed all i don't understand all this need for fucking these political parties and all this shit because some people like if you're a republican maybe you don't want um maybe you maybe you don't want guns but you do want abortions or if you're a liberal maybe you don't you do want guns and you don't want you know higher taxes whatever it is it's like why why does this all have to be so fucking binary binary man um so i was thinking that like why do we have to do it like the way you pick fucking cable channels dude like if i could i wouldn't have stars too i would have all the channels i want to watch and not pay for his huge fucking package that's what fucking all these politicians are just a package from bright house or spectrum or fucking whatever time warner i don't know i'm just a guy i don't know i'm sure there's some political person who knows so much more than me that could fucking mentally kick my ass with like facts and shit but you know what this is my podcast i don't give a fuck what you have to say i really don't i don't know there's so many experts out there and like it's just annoying like every time somebody posts something there's always somebody online going like well did you think about I'm like, this, never mind. It's just like, there's just so many people out there that you just want to go like, never mind, man. Let's, let's just go play somewhere else. It's just like that kid on the, the schoolyard. Like, well, uh, but uh, there's just too many kids out there who, you know, when you were kids and you were like playing like, you know, superheroes or whatever it was. And you were like, my power is invisibility. And there's one kid who's like, I have all the powers. So you can't, you, you can't have all the powers. Well, I have all the powers. And you're just like, Ugh, I don't even want to play anymore. That's, that's what most people on the internet are like that kid where you just go, I just don't even want to play anymore. Cause this is not, it's not even fun. Like you're making it not fun to just be a person in America or on the internet. It's just not fun anymore. I don't know. It's too much nonsense. Like I posted, I posted the second episode of Future All Famers, I think on Reddit, and somebody posted some comment that was like, um, uh, in it, there's a, a lawyer from Comedy Central suing the Future Hall of Famers for copyright infringement of like a Dragon Ball Z thing. And I just said comedy, or I'm not Comedy Central, Cartoon Network, because Dragon Ball Z is on Cartoon Network. And then somebody in the comments will, oh, I don't like the, that thing because Cartoon Network doesn't own the rights to Dragon Ball Z. It's actually owned by like Tatsunura Core. If you did like a minute of Google search, you would have found that out. I'm like, who the fuck cares? That's not even like a little bit the point of the joke. Not even a little bit. Like, who gives a fuck, dude? You're looking at all the wrong things. I feel like people are just, like, looking at the wrong thing for everything. Like, it's all just too... We're obsessed with symbols. Symbolic, like... I don't know. Symbolic victories. Symbolic fucking desecrations or whatever like Kaepernick people are obsessed that he took a knee for the flag he didn't really do anything I'm not dismissing what he did I'm just saying in in practical terms he didn't like why are you getting upset about a guy symbolically doing some shit like it doesn't 
Like it doesn't matter. Like if you don't if you don't like what he did, like it doesn't matter. You don't have to get like fucking upset about nothing like imaginary shit. Like if he if that wasn't an if not kneeling for the flag wasn't a thing, you wouldn't even care. I don't even know if that sentence made sense. You know what I mean? Let me rephrase that. If hmm if kneeling for the flag wasn't a sign of disrespect, it was just a thing, there'd be no outrage. So why the fuck are you getting upset about it? It's just a thing you created in your head. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. I just get very upset by people who are coming up with dumb reasons to be upset about everything. Symbolic victories. It's like whenever you get somebody fired for whatever thing, it's a symbolic victory. That's it. That's all you want. It's like those people who are like, and I don't, you know, you know, this thing with the thing with representation is great. Glad to see new people on my TV, people who weren't represented before. But when they do things like we're protesting the Oscars because not enough, you know, minorities won or, or women won or whatever. And that's, you know, that's fair. That's fine. But it's, at the same time, it's like the Oscars are. It's a private organization. It's the Academy of Motion Pictures and Sciences. And they decide who will win their awards it's like any other group just deciding like you don't own the oscars they put them on tv to get ratings and commercial buys advertising that's the only reason they're on tv is to get advertising buys it's just their show that they put on tv that you're allowed to watch because you have cable and for some reason, everybody likes to watch them because they get celebrities and stuff out there. But you don't get to decide who they choose. That's like going to like an Elks Lounge in Missouri and being like, I don't think John McGulligan was the man of the year at all. I think that's bullshit. It's like, you're not in the group. Why do you care? Because I watched it on TV. I've been watching your Elks Lounge thing. And I, quite frankly, it seems like kind of a boys club. Kind of is. Like, I don't know. Stop being in groups. Just get out of groups. Everybody stop having groups. I'm just done with groups. Just be a person. Think on your own. And just stop stop coming together for anything. I don't care what it is. I don't, if you want to come together for racism, don't do it. If you want to come together for anti-racism, don't even do that. Just fucking be a person and be nice to people. And just do the right thing, like Stan Lee said. Do unto others, man. It's an, it's an easy philosophy. I don't know why I'm such in such a huff today. Huff. I sound like a grandmother. I'm in such a huff. I'm in a tizzy. I'm all... I don't know who's listening to this. Todd, you listening? All right. I'll keep going then. Um, yeah, I don't know. What else is going on? Oh, we... Uh, Future Hall of Famers was at the... Uh, Philadelphia Freedom Shorts Festival, which was really cool. I got to see Future Hall of Famers for the first time. Well, not the first time. Second time. Uh, one of the actual episodes. One of the um, full-length episodes, I should say. I saw. I got to watch one of the mini episodes at UCB. We had a screening for that. That was pretty fun. Um, that episode... Honestly, if you're listening to this and you want to see that episode, just fucking text me or email me Christian Duran comedy Christian at Christian Duran comedy.com. I'll send you a link and you can just watch it. I haven't posted it just cause the sound is a little off, but if you want to watch it now, by all means, um, I'll be happy to show it to you, but I watched that in a theater and that was really fun to, you know, listen to people laugh at the show. 
But this was the first uh, episode one got screened in Philly in the Trocadero Theater, which is really cool. It's like a kind of an older theater. I think they mostly have like music playing. Uh, it's like a music venue. And I believe like comedians and stuff play. Um, excuse me. Sorry. Uh, comedians and stuff play it a lot. Um, it was really cool to watch. It was a very interesting experience. The audience is a little older. Um, There's probably like, you know, there wasn't a ton of people there. Uh, so it was just a cool, it was a really cool thing to see the show on a big screen. I had a lot of fun. Thanks to, uh, Lauren Lepre, L-E-P-R-E. I'm assuming that's how you say it. I apologize to Lauren if I said it wrong. Um, but yeah, that was awesome, man. Uh, I had a great time. I got to see some other really cool films. There is a film called keloid or keloid k-e-l-o-i-d it's a short film by a south african filmmaker i'm not even gonna look it up i could look it up but i'm just gonna pretend it's 1982 um but you should look it up because it's fantastic it was one of the it's by far um in my opinion it was the best film there uh so funny so well done so well acted so well told told just like such a great story the whole way um really you can just tell the person that made it just has an enormous level of talent and it should be seen by a lot more people um i don't know how old it is i think it's a 2017 but anyway i sent a message to him if you look on my uh the future hall of famers instagram f-h-o you know f-h-o-f-a-m-e-r-s um on instagram you can find that and you'll see uh, I sent a nice message to him because I had to just because to the director of that film because it was just so good and it's so worth your time if you can see it if you can find it somewhere I, I couldn't find it online um, yeah but another film uh, web series I saw was multiplex 10 um, it's one that I've been to I've well, I've been to a couple of festivals I haven't physically been there but I've been in a few festivals with multiplex 10 as well and um, it was actually the first time I got to see the short because I haven't been able to go to um, a bunch of the festivals that we've been uh, picked up at um, but this is the first one I got to go to so it was fun and I got to see it there which is a really great show um, if you want to check it out I know they have a patreon and all this stuff so you can check that out that's that's a great one it's worth your time it's interesting to see um yeah i don't know so that was my experience i went to philly it was cold as fuck philly's nice although sometimes like one time i went to philly and i was auditioning for this thing and i went there uh at night and my plan was to because they're having auditions early in the morning and it's kind of one of those first come first serve things so if you get there early um, you will be seen early and blah, blah, blah. So they're opening up at like 9am. So people stayed up all night to do this audition. I was one of these people and I'm just kind of like, you know, it's already four in the morning at this point. I lined up at like midnight, um, because they were opening doors at nine. So people are, you know, for real lining up, lining up. And I think it's like 4am and someone just like throws a bottle out of their car and it's, I think it hit my leg or something, but I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? I like Philly, but some of those people are fucking nuts. And that accent's a little weird. John, a wooder, wooder ice. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why that accent happened. Can someone explain to me, like, just tweet me at C Duran Duran of why Philly sounds like that. 
Like, why do you guys sound like that? I'm not even trying to be rude. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm really not. I just want it like etymologically. Is that how you say etymologically? A pit. I don't know. Fucking fuck. I'm dumb. I just sound real dumb right now. I want to know the etymology. 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 I'm just going to say it 15 times. Etymology. I think that's it. Etymology of the Philly accent. I don't even think that's the right word anymore now that I think of it. Just give me the goddamn history of your accent, all right? Send it to me. I don't care how you send it. Christian at ChristianDuranComedy.com or tweet me at C. Duran Duran. And tell me why you sound like that because it's the weirdest accent. Like, it's almost New York, but it's like also almost like what else? It's almost New York. It's like halfway between Boston and New York. It's like someone who is... It was like someone moved from New York to Boston, picked up that accent and got all messed up and then just was like, I'm going to go back to New York. And then halfway through, they're like, eh, fuck it. I'll just live here. And they landed up in Philly. I don't know how you did it, but that's what it sounds like to me. Um, but I love your town. Have your cheesesteaks, which by the way, little overrated. I gotta be honest. I'm sorry. It's a little overrated. I, I know you're very proud of your cheesesteaks and they're fine and that's fine. I, I want everybody to be happy, everybody to have whatever the hell they want. That's great. But, uh, you know, they're just fine. And maybe I haven't been to the right one. Maybe I just haven't been to the right cheesesteak place. I went to Jim's. It was fine. That's the one that everybody's lining up for. And my friend, Nick Whitmer, future Hall of Famer himself, Nick Whitmer, said, um, uh, Oh, fuck. What did he say? Oh, he said, uh, if there's a line, uh, a huge line, because there's a line out of the door of this place. If there's a line out of your place, at your place, it's not the best place to go to because the locals would never wait in line. And I thought about that and I was like, it's kind of right. Like, if you're a local at some place, I don't know, maybe I have waited in line in New York for some place. But honestly, I don't think I've ever waited in line for food and was like, maybe like an hour or more and been like, this is so fucking worth it. I don't think ever. I think I've been, I think I've told myself that it was worth it, but I don't think I honestly felt like, yeah, this was worth it. It's just not life's too short to wait in lines for food. You know how much food there is everywhere, especially in this country. There's just plenty of food. You don't need to wait. I mean, at that point, if you're waiting two hours for food, you're just eating your feelings. That's what it is. You're trying to like gain something. You're trying to like get nostalgia back or you're trying to like say you went to a place that was like really good so you can tell your friends that you went there. But it's not about the food. It's about the brag or the trying to recapture something. Like you're like that fucking critic at the end of Ratatouille where he's just like trying to recapture his like youth or some shit, which is fine if you want to live your life that way. But I'm just telling you, you might get hit by a truck tomorrow. So you don't want to waste your life. That brings me to another thing. If you complain about food, like if you, if uh, I went to McDonald's a while back and I hate condiments, if you know my stand up, you know, I famously hate mustard. Um, I hate ketchup as well. Anytime I go to McDonald's, I order a burger plain. It's fine. If you if you think that's weird, that's great. You don't have to eat it. I'm weird. It's what it, it, it is. What it is. Just deal with it. Um, I don't know why I'm so hostile. Sorry, I didn't mean it like that. I for, you. I hope you forgive me. Um, but I get my or I get my burger plain right, and of course this day, you know, 
McDonald's, New York City, 17-year-old kid, 12 a.m., they don't care. They give me a burger, I get home, ketchup and pickles. Pickles I can deal with. I've grown to love pickles. Ketchup, no good. Now, I could do one of two things. I could eat the burger. I could, or I could, well, there's maybe a couple of different options. I could eat the burger. I could go back there and go, you fucking fucked up my burger. Get me a new one. Blah, blah, blah. Let me talk to the manager. All this shit. Or I could wipe off the ketchup and eat and be half satisfied. What do you think I did? I just ate the burger. I ate the, I wiped the ketchup off and was half satisfied. It's fine. You're not always going to get everything you want. I know you'd like to. But it's fine. You don't need to go back and bitch at people. Like if they fucked up your order on purpose, then sure. If they're if the guy making your burger is looking at you the whole time and just going why and like putting ketchup on it while I'm watching him and looking me in the eyes, then I might complain. Cause that's just disrespectful just to be a dick. But they don't care. They're just trying to get food out. They're trying to make a living. They don't give a shit about my, no, I don't like ketchup. It's, it's fine. I get it. But if you're the one, one of these people that would go back and get your burger done right and yell at people like, go fuck yourself. You know what? Here's, here's my take. If you get three meals, if you're lucky enough to get three meals a day and you live and you're lucky enough to live maybe like what? 80 years or something. Let's do the math on that. Now I actually will get my fucking calculator out. Fuck this. Hold up. Three meals a day for 80 years. That's 240 meals. Oh, wait. That's not right. Mm, hold on, guys. Oh, sorry. 360. <laughs> Dude, I'm so bad. Dude, I'm so fucking bad at math that I'm doing math with a calculator and I'm still getting the wrong answer. Dude, I fucking... It's terrible. 365 days a year, right? Times 80. So that's 29,200 days a year. Three meals a day. That's 87,600 meals. You're probably... If you're doing the math at home, do it right. And then Instagram me or tweet me at Duran with the real answer. But I'm going to go with my fake answer because it's still pretty impressive. 87,600 meals. If one of them gets fucked up, you got 87,599 times to get it right. So don't fucking worry. Just eat, wipe the ketchup, wipe the whatever off and make it right. Don't get upset. Just deal with it. Just live your life. Enjoy your life. Like Stan Lee said, just be nice. Be nice to everybody. And if you're the dude at uh, McDonald's, try your best. Try your best to make the burger right. If everybody just did that, we'd all be better off. It's just too angry. So too, times are way too angry. And it's making me angry now. I can't even do this fucking podcast without cursing and being hostile at you guys for no reason. <sighs> My ardent listeners, Todd and Emma, apologize. It's not the way I wanted it to come off. So yeah, anyway. Uh, what's going on this weekend? Uh, um, Survivor Series, WWE talk. If you're not into wrestling, you can turn this part off. I'm not going to talk about it too much. It's going to be a great show. I will say this. If you're not into wrestling, just know I'm telling you right now, there's a wrestler by the name of Becky Lynch. She calls herself the man. 
and uh, you will know her name soon enough. If you're just the average person who doesn't care about wrestling, she will be a household name to people. Um, maybe not this year, maybe next year, but she's the shit right now. She will be in your mouth. Oh, that sounds so fucking bad. Her name will be in your mouth. <laughs> uh, her name will be in your mouth. Uh, coming up soon so just remember that i said it. i'm calling it right now christian duran hot take 2018 becky lynch household name coming up soon i could tell you why but i don't I, i'm not even gonna need to by the time you hear about this chick this woman this person this athlete this superstar there's a lot of things a lot of disclaimers you got to put up before you want to talk about anybody a lot of pronouns you got to remember a lot of all this stuff you got to do it's a it's a lot it's a lot, guys. I think just everybody calm down and just live your life. Just don't, don't be so so uptight about yourself. Just relax. Everybody take it easy. And uh, you know what? Just take it easy. Remember Stan Lee. And that's really all I got to say for this week. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, I'm going to try to make this way more frequent. It's been way too infrequent. And I apologize. Um, I was trying to get gas, but people were canceling. And now I just realized it's probably just best to talk by myself and get this fucking going. Just learn to talk by myself. Maybe you'll learn a little bit more about me. You'll maybe come out to see me, do some stand-up, do some comedy. Maybe you'll check out a cartoon that I made, a sketch that I'm in. Oh, I'm also in a bunch of sketches with the Rabel brothers. They're coming out with stuff all the time. I show up every now and then the Rabel brothers on YouTube, please check out all their stuff. Cause they're so hilarious. Um, you know, check out all the future Hall of Famers, Nick Whitmer, just Google these people, Nick Whitmer, Andre Thompson, uh, Chris Hamilton, Jordan Rabel, Brett Rabel, Nick Callis. And I didn't forget anybody. No. Um, and myself, Christian Duran. Um, you can find me at C Duran Duran on Twitter at C dark 64. I got to figure out how to change that. I got to, you know, make all those, uh, you know, put them together at C dark 64 on Instagram. Uh, yeah, I'm probably on Facebook and Christian Duran comedy.com for all your Christian Duran needs. I have all my shows up there listed. If you guys want to come check out a show, I would love that. I would love to see you there. I would love for you to come up to me and say, Hey, I listened to your podcast and, um, it was okay. It was all right. It was fine. If you say that and you say, it was fun. Just remind me because I say stuff like this all the time. And then people come up to me, like I'll say a joke on stage and people are like, Oh, like mustard. They'll make a joke about the joke that I said. And I'm so like not with it that I won't even know what they're talking about. I won't even realize stuff that I said. They're making a joke back at me. And then they look at me like I'm dumb because I am dumb uh, in that respect. So yeah, if you just, if you see me on the streets anywhere, just say hi. I won't say hi first because I'm shy and nervous. But if you say hi to me, I'll be happy to talk to you and uh, engage with you. Thanks so much, guys. I'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.